0: Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker.
1: I'm Aggie Hewitt.
0: And I think it was a quiet week for goop. Do you? Am I missing something?
1: Um. Well, you're missing her Instagram glasses ad.
0: Oh shit, I didn't see it.
1: Well, it's not that big of a deal, but it kind of made my list and then i had to bump it for something so i definitely want to talk about it i tried to put it i tried to like re-instagram it into our stories but i don't know i don't think i could because it was an ad
0: oh they don't let you like repost i don't make sense
1: i don't know i don't think it was working like when i clicked the thing to like copy it and put it in the repost app it like wasn't working
0: so is goop selling Glasses
1: now? No, this was GP. Oh, this is her um, personal or, Instagram? Her personal Instagram, what she was using to sell uh, these glasses. And she's wearing like a a jumpsuit, which, you know, we're all wearing jumpsuits now. That's like two sizes too big. And it looks like she's, it looks like a prison uniform. Okay, But of course it looks like amazing on her. And then she's wearing like, I don't like to use phrases like this that are overused, but the I don't know another way to describe it. Serial killer glasses, like those big like '80s like wire rim glasses, oh, like yeah, a, yeah. an old fashioned dad would wear. For sure, a and sexy mustached dad. I would say a serial killer, but maybe you would say <laughs> a sexy mustache dad. Whatever. <laughs> but the point is, literally anybody else in the world would look like absolute shit in this outfit, and she looks incredible.
0: She can't lose. She's it lived is the charm life.
1: So so insane eyesight is a total gift one that i appreciate even more that now that i need glasses i visited at the vision council who talked about the importance of an annual eye exam a good reminder glasses emoji hashtag or no at think about your eyes
0: why on earth does this woman need to do ads for glasses
1: i think they just pay her so much money she's like yeah Yeah. i I mean mean she's got a spends a lot of money she has to earn it somehow i mean like everybody's like oh my god gwyneth paltrow no one can afford your shit she never stops she never stops doing ads for the vision council
0: intake outtake yeah it's a big economy yeah um i mean thank god her kids are a little too young so she wasn't like caught up in this college admission scandal
1: oh i know well i mean it's not like everybody was caught up in it no, just and two she, people she's so
0: i think she like in my fantasy of her as a mother she would not do that for her kids she would let like, her kids are perfect anyway, so they don't need help getting into college.
1: They don't need help getting into college. I yeah. mean, I feel like they could just be like, my dad's Chris Martin, and then they like write a sad song, and then they can get into, like I don't know, Juilliard.
0: <laughs> sure. He writes a sad Juilliard ballad. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Those were different. Okay. I'm looking at the Instagram ad. <clears throat> They're a different type of glasses than I expected. I was thinking they were more sort of like thick-rimmed, and these are...
1: No, like wire-rimmed. Yeah, thing. wire-rimmed. Yeah.
0: Rimmed uh i do like the jumpsuit but i agree that most people would not look good in it Um, or the
1: glasses i mean and the jumpsuit glasses combination most people i truly truly you look like you are in jail for murder
0: yeah the whole thing is very odd the paid so it's like um it's like a public service announcement it's a the vision council is so that's that just like big glasses? That's not like one specific company? I think it's, like... it's
1: the name of a company. Okay. I think they just gave themselves a f- an official sounding name. I don't know. I didn't click through.
0: Um, oh, also, and I forgot, and this is probably indicative of something, but Goop had, um, like, what is it called? In Goop Health in New York this past week. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it didn't get much press.
1: They got to bring it back to LA.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's like they can't keep topping themselves... And so it's like we've had enough in Goop Health now that we know what it is. And people aren't like freaking out covering it.
1: Yeah, I know. Because everyone's already written a thing about in Goop Health.
0: Um, and thank God Dr. Jennifer Gunter is, has like almost completely moved on from Goop. Um, has she? She's using her powers for good now. She's like really, um, I mean, she, we all know she's like crazy on Twitter. And mm-hmm. she like can't like just leave a fight where it is. She has to pick fights. So she's at least picking fights with now like anti-abortion people. And like well, people who good. deserve her wrath
1: more than like I mean, relatively harmless relatively, people like yeah, Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little less interested in following her on Twitter because I pretty much like agree with everything she's saying now. Yeah, so I it's mean, not as fun, but to be honest, I always did. <laughs> sure, no, she's <laughs> but, absolutely know, always she's always right. right about everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. um other than that, I mean this doesn't have anything to do with Gwyneth Paltrow, but I saw Captain Marvel and she wasn't in it. Cause, no, I mean, she, she was never she, she was, was never
1: going to be in it. I saw Captain Marvel too. I really liked it.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was like one of those I mean I I loved, I have to say the the nostalgia sweet spot music-wise for me was very high. Like this yeah. was it was very specific, 1995, I was 13 years old. So it's like all these songs I had like an emotional attachment to. Yeah,
1: I really liked the soundtrack too. Um, and I thought Brie Larson was really good.
0: Brie was good. Annette Benning always yeah. amazing.
1: And I liked the story too. It was like actually kind of fun to watch. I think usually the stories of those movies are sort of like boring and stupid. But this was more about her sort of piecing together her life and remembering where she came from. And it had a more, it was like a more personal story than yeah. I'm trying to defeat this like weird God that killed somebody or whatever. I mean, they're always
0: trying to defeat these weird gods. Uh, but this one wasn't. It was, yeah, it was, it was like, we think we know who the bad guys are, but then they're the good guys. Did you think that the movie, this is so off topic, <laughs> was like um, a statement about Israel's occupation of Pal- Palestine?
1: Um, no that's where my mind went wait how
0: because the blue people like everyone says like the green people are terrorists and bad guys but then it's like no the blue people are actually occupiers and the green people just want a home
1: i see so
0: i thought that was like a very pointed political uh thing and i was like oh this is this is cool and that they're really i don't know Taking a stand, but maybe that was just—I
1: <laughs> don't think I got—I so. got
0: Elon Omar in, on the brain or something. I don't Isn't know.
1: it like Elon or something? How really do you? Knew. I don't know if it's Elon. Guys,
0: we're not going to get into politics right now, and the justification of Israel to exist or Palestine to exist—that's for a different podcast. But yeah, this movie made me think about it.
1: This movie made you think that Israel doesn't have a right to exist. No,
0: I, I, see, you're putting words <laughs> in my mouth. Now we're going to stop talking about okay. this right now. Okay. Uh, I just would have liked a little cameo by Pepper Potts, a young d- digitally aged Pepper Potts, or they could have just used clips from talented Mr. Ripley.
1: Yeah, or even just to have like, you know, Lisa Rinna and uh, and uh, Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner come back, rolling so, up in that Corvette or whatever the hell they were yeah, in.
0: If anyone watches Bravo, they did like ads for Captain Marvel and they spliced in Lisa Rinna and Chris Jenner. And so now Lisa Rinna and Chris Jenner are part of the MCU.
1: Technically, They yeah. have more
0: screen time than Gwyneth. I mean because i
1: in wait what do you mean
0: well just in the last year in marvel movies <laughs> <laughs> like well a technically part, yeah. i
1: guess because she wasn't in well but she's gonna be in the new avengers, avengers movie yeah Good.
0: um and then i guess there was a clarification because in that new york times interview she said like oh she was always just posing as an actor she always was like a businessman or businesswoman (laughs) and now she like clarified that and says she's not like definitely saying she's never gonna act again like she's still leaving the door open I think honestly once her kids are in college she's gonna start acting again
1: I don't know I mean I think that she's like really committed to fucking being a businesswoman no
0: I totally agree with that but I think if you're at that certain level you can like make it work with your shooting schedule and still, like, run Goop and do... I mean, I'm not saying she's going to, like, be hungry and, like, try to win another Oscar, but if the right project comes along.
1: Oh, yeah. I think yeah, she's yeah. open. I think she's... For sure. She's open. You just have to, like,
0: make sure, you know, the kids are busy. Brad is doing something. It doesn't shoot too far away from Brentwood. Yeah. Like, something easy. Yeah, she's yeah. going to
1: be, like... Um, Oh, my God. Who's the Republican filmmaker who's a cowboy? Shit. And he's really famous. Yeah. She's going to be like Clint Eastwood <laughs> yeah. where like everything has to wrap by seven o'clock yeah. and she has to go home mm-hmm. for dinner. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Don't like one take um, one take Gwyneth movies will shoot in like 13 days. Yeah. Uh, I would and love then for like her Bradley
1: to... Cooper will have to like shadow direct oh it. My God. Um, I would I love think...
0: for her to be like an auteur.
1: I think she should direct actually. She I think be she'd great be great. Wouldn't she? She'd be so good. Yeah. There must
0: be stories she wants to tell.
1: I think she's telling it through her That's website. True. Yeah, she's telling the stories <laughs> yeah. she wants to
0: tell. Um, well, we're going to write something for her and, and pitch it to her and be humiliated. Y- we'll never we'll get in never the room with her. In. Are you kidding me? Uh, what else is new? Oh, so cookbook wise. Did oh, I, yeah. I, did I, I forgot if I talked about this last week. I got um, uh, Allison Roman's Dining In Cookbook. Oh, you did? Yeah, is it good? It's, I'm. And it's great. And like we all know, I love the Goop cookbooks. I think Gwyneth is a great cookbook author. But this, and I don't say this lightly, this Alison Roman Dining In Cookbook is truly like a once in a generation cookbook. It is indicative of how we live, how we eat. This is going to be, I think, on the level of like A Joy of Cooking, A Silver Palette, um, A Moosewood, like one of the iconic cookbooks of all time. Really?
1: Why do you think so?
0: Okay. This is why I think so. Because you know how most cookbooks, if you're adding like lemon to something, it's like you squeeze a lemon on top or maybe you like zest a lemon. Okay. You know what she tells you to do? Just chop the fucking lemon up, uh, like all up and, and put it in. Like rind, juice, pith, all of it. Okay. And it fucking works. It's cool.
1: So you just cut up a lemon and put it in. Like
0: if you're like one of the things I did was um, a roasted. It was supposed to be broccolini, but I just used broccoli and it's like roasted broccoli. It's a simple recipe. Roasted broccoli with Parmesan. Oh, lemon. I made that. You made it. Yeah. Yeah. And you just chopped the lemon. Yeah. Up. It's great. A lemon
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. But I also put the juice on top and then put yeah, the yeah. juice, put it in there. Yeah.
0: Um, I thought I thought her use of like, I don't know, just like salty and herby things. It was just like different, different stuff that I've not it, seen before. It is a very, very on trend.
1: yeah, it's very on trend. Like a lot of like fresh herbs all over everything. Yeah. yeah. Like lemon juice, like those like simple ways of adding flavor that are kind of like very natural and um very like sort of classic, but like being used again for the first time in a while. Yeah,
0: I feel like she's sort of taking what Ottolenghi did with like Middle Eastern flavors and just sort of. Completely divorcing them from any sort of tradition and just making them new and also like amping up like more acid, more like funkiness, um, but also simplifying the recipes.
1: Yeah, I think her recipes are really simple. I made her macaroni and cheese and it was really good. Ooh, that sounds good. It was just like so simple.
0: Tonight I'm going to make her um, like the blistered green beans and the lamb and chickpea thing. Um, and then that honey raspberry cake.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds like an involved evening. I
0: mean, I have the whole afternoon off, so I have nothing else to sounds do. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so, Gwyneth, I mean, I love the clean plate or whatever it was called. That's what it's called. I love all your books, but this was, this was a step above.
1: Well, I wouldn't call her plate clean (laughs) i mean i've like (laughs) everything i made yeah like everything i made of hers has been like kind of heavy
0: yeah they're heavy i mean she uses a lot like she uses butter she's a ton of greek yogurt greek yogurt's in literally every recipe like full fat greek yogurt which i like um and a lot of coconut so yeah it's not clean uh but it's it it still like feels healthy
1: it's like just like nutritious good food i mean it's just not like diet food but it's not like bad for you or anything
0: um but i'm obsessed
1: I also, I have a free gift from Dr. Taz, MD. Oh,
0: God. I Yeah, I got that email, too.
1: It's to help me fall asleep faster. I can get a free bottle of her doctor-formulated sleep aid, Sleep Savior, when I order, when I spend Uh, $50 on anything in the store. So, she has a full-blown store with, what, supplements and stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what happens with us, is we'll sign up for whatever these weird doctors talk about, and then you just never stop getting emails. Um. Dr. Taz is probably the worst offender of all the goop doctors. I, probably I mean, I never
1: stop getting these fucking emails from Dr. Taz. No, no, no.
0: Uh, oh, I also got an email from that like horrible um, marijuana store that we talked about last week.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm fully on board with that like fancy marijuana now, too.
0: Oh, you are?
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't bought it yet, but I've been like perusing this website and like Perusing goop for like their recommended brands, and like I have one all picked out that I'm like gonna go to MedMen and get.
0: Wow, and you're like the number one narc anti weed person.
1: I know. Well, I'm not a narc, no. but I am anti weed because I hate it, but I'm really trying to start drinking less, and so I want to oh, start yeah, like yeah. smoking fucking weed sometimes, like at night.
0: Um, I mean, you know, I obviously highly recommend my uh four to one CBD blend. yeah that's a good starting place but yeah these um these weed people like sent out this email blast about their um their like cbd uh sleep aid was coming back in stock but they had a huge typo so the title of the email didn't make any sense they said um like instead of we're stocked up it was like we're south up or something it was like a totally different word and then five minutes later they were like oh my god we had a typo and like we we don't have this thing that, we and we actually we don't yeah. have it. wait
1: what's the company called
0: um gossamer so
1: okay. yeah, yeah but, i want to get um the bebo
0: which one was that the the Be- one that we talked about last week i
1: don't know but i read about it it's on goop because i googled like Cool weed goop or something, and like that was when the MedMen had their like in-store like goop like set area or whatever. Like that was one of the brands that they had in there because it's like they sell these like really pretty disposable like vape pens.
0: Um, yeah, that's the way that this industry is going. I aside from that CBD one, the other one I would I would recommend you try is the Dosist Calm. Uh-huh. because that has like a high concentration it's like a vape pen it has a high concentration of cbd to thc so it's not very strong yeah uh none of that stuff but like none of that stuff actually makes me fall asleep it does relax me but like none of it actually makes me fall asleep
1: yeah i think the biba one is like just regular like weed Weird. um but it does make me feel better to get one that i think is like pretty and like nice <laughs> than to just like buy like something that i think is gross i cuz i i always thought like the weed culture was a huge part of why I didn't like smoking weed.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I, any like fanatic, I feel like that about like a really fanatical like cocktail culture too. Or... Yeah. I mean,
1: I feel like they are different, but I can understand, like, I think they're sort of the same. Like, I just I always felt like I just hated like that experience of being like in college and everyone's yeah. obsessed with weed and like everyone is like so gross and has like the worst taste and there's like weed crumbs all over everything <laughs> okay. and you know what I mean like yeah. I just hated that lifestyle which I feel like
0: and the music's really bad too
1: the music I mean and just like people who are just like high all the time I just feel like i I spent so many years surrounded by people who were just constantly high that it just stresses me out sort of I get it but if it's in like a pretty little package, I'm like, well, I'll, we'll that's see. That's how they
0: get you. I mean, this is, yeah, they're, that's, I mean, how they're making money is expanding to people that hate weed culture. I
1: mean, I think that's what, that's, that's like chic. a natural sort of like evolution of legalization. Yeah. Because to be honest, like the fact that weed was illegal for a long time was a major deterrent to me. Cause I'd be oh, really? like, yeah, cause I was like, this is illegal. I don't want to, um, To me, it's like when I would smoke weed, I would feel like I just did something that's illegal and that like cut me off from society in a way Mm -hmm. that made me feel uncomfortable. And I was like, I, this experience of being high is not pleasurable enough to me that I'm willing to risk anything for it. So I just won't do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Now it's weird. You walk out of MedMen with your little cool shopping bag and you pass a cop and. It's and funny. it's fine
1: yeah. yeah
0: it's crazy uh oh we also had a i guess one of our listeners went to the um goop lab in brentwood and said unfortunately they are not giving out samples of the new chews that's terrible so if we, we have to like if we have to if if we want to eat them we have to like actually invest and, and buy a pack which we will um next time we yeah. get to the west side because you want to try the sleep one and i want to try that whatever the Adderall one is. I
1: know, but then that's like 30 bucks. And in, now instead of the sleep one, that's why I want to get the weed.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, So well, That's going to be more than 30 bucks.
1: The one that I want is like 60 or 75 bucks. Yeah,
0: but it'll last forever.
1: It'll last for a while, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. my um, bottle of CBD oil lasts like two to three months. So I don't take it very often.
1: Yeah, who knows how that's going to go down with me. I'll keep you all posted.
0: Yeah, Aggie's getting high. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to newsletters.
1: Yeah, might as well.
0: Might as well. What was your best of the week?
1: Oh, let me see if I can read it cuz I closed it and now I forget how Oh, the Theragun. Okay. Okay, the Theragun is like a massager. It looks like a like a handheld drill, but instead of a drill, it has like a Hitachi Magic Wand head on it. And it is $500 and you use it to massage your back and i as i've said i think i've said on this podcast several times have a bad back i have back pain i have neck pain i'm afraid of chiropractors and i want this thing
0: well i have bad news for you aggie what? this thing was designed by a chiropractor
1: well that's fine cuz it's just a massager yeah
0: his name okay it was, it's also it's $600 which is insane well it's,
1: what is it like 595 599 yeah yeah okay
0: um his name is Jason Worsland. Oh, by the way, this is the thing I would buy. Okay. Uh, and he had a little video on Goop. And I have to say, I'm very attracted to him. Oh, I didn't watch the video. Yeah. What's so attractive about him? He was about? like, a, I don't know, like a silver daddy talking about massaging with uh, his like okay. machine. It was, it was o- hot. Okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you just, oh, they, they had like steps of what to do, which are pretty self-explanatory. It's like, turn it on put it on your body <laughs> where it's sore and move it to a different place and then turn it off.
1: I mean, just like how you would deal with anything, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't really understand why it's
1: $600. I mean, I don't understand the difference between that and like a fucking like vibrator thing that you would get because those are all like supposed to be for your back too.
0: Yeah, this one... I mean, there's no mistaking. Like, this one really cannot be used as a sex toy. No. It's it's definitely. I mean.
1: I think it could be, actually. But. It would be be rough. I don't think it would be. (laughs) I think it would be entirely (laughs) fine. The is
0: quite a. It's like this. Like. Tennis ball sized hexagon.
1: Yeah, but I don't think you would insert it in okay. yourself. Oh, I, I <laughs> think it would just be like for clitoral stimulation. Sure. Got it. Got
0: it. Um, so, yeah, this is designed by the chiropractor with the help. It says with the help of the MIT engineering team, which is a little suspect, but yeah.
1: I mean, who knows what that ever means? It's um, just like, you know.
0: But guys, yeah, look at the video. He's like,
1: what is the MIT engineering team? Who
0: knows? What does that mean? It's probably some like Elizabeth Holmes shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it means anything um so yeah he has like a step-by-step video and then he ha- and then there's like another one that's just how to relieve neck and shoulder tension with i it. and also theragun like are you really going to start your product with thera after
1: theranos. theranos you're right
0: seems i don't know you
1: really got theranos on the brain I do. uh
0: it's fascinating the podcast the dropout is fascinating i haven't yeah. read the book But the HBO documentary is coming out this week, and I'm very excited. I
1: know. I'm excited about it, too. I don't have time to read the book because I have a long list of books I have to read. I tried to get the audio book. I wasn't into the narrator, and that'll Um, ruin it for you. I feel
0: like you listen to the podcast. That's enough.
1: I mean, how much more is there to it, right? Um, She was bad. Whatever.
0: Yeah. She was blonde. She was bad. She She talks like this. She talks. We're going to test blood with just one drop of blood. And it's revolutionized the industry.
1: I heard that was a fake voice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because she she, yeah, she's just like a regular girl. And she like put on that voice. But we're all just a regular girl.
1: Yeah, but she hers was a voice mask. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um so my best Oh, my best was the article entitled Skincare 2.0 when to call in the big guns Oh really? Yeah, so this lady, she's um a dermatologist, uh Dr. Lily Talakoub. Yeah. And it was like pretty basic, but she just talked about, you know, different products to use. She she's also um a paid uh like correspondent or whatever. She's like a paid Correspondent. <laughs> Not correspondent. She's like a um She's paid by big, like Botox, the company called Allergen that makes Botox. Oh, and that's cool. So she's like that makes into, me like her more. Yeah, she's into products, and she's into like. Well, she's all a that dermatologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they, one of the questions, and I thought, and again, like I don't know why it takes so long for me to get through my thick skull of like what the skincare routine, like what the order of products should be. Okay. But I still, it, I still like have to think about it. I gotcha. And so she lays it out very simply and she's not like um some of these ladies that do like six or seven things it's like three things in the morning, three things at night which is very doable. Um so the the anonymous goop interviewer asks like do you have a favorite routine for at home skincare? Um and she's like in the morning, oil-based cleanser followed by vitamin C serum followed by a moisturizer with an SPF of 50 or higher, which was a big number. And then at night it's gentle retinol cream. Then a heavy moisturizer on top and then a little eye cream. So it's like three products in the morning, three products at night, and then obviously like frequent Botox.
1: And yeah, I think it's like basically like you wash your face and then you just want to do the um, serum and then the moisturizer and then like obviously sunscreen Sunscreen last. And then if you do like a toner, like exfoliate or something, do it after you wash your face, but before you start putting on like cleanser. And that's I think that's it.
0: I think I got it now. I think I finally got it. I think that's it. Um, That's how I've been doing it. Yeah. that's what. And now, uh, yeah, I have that new vitamin C serum by um, Ursa Major and a toner. And I still, I ran out of my Costco retinol, so I need to get more of that.
1: Oh, The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been using um, one that I got from Amazon, but I think it's been working really well. I don't know. It's like really cheap. It's called Rada Beauty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it's like a combo of retinol or, yeah, retinol and hyaluronic acid okay, like oh, in one wow. product.
0: It's like the PERT Plus of skincare. It's
1: like, yeah, it's like a two in one. <laughs> I don't know. It works, though. I think it's been working. You look great. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um,
0: and then, oh, they definitely say do not use retinol if you're pregnant, which I didn't know about.
1: Yeah, I know. And then also the other bad So this was my worst. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, I feel like I was reading it and I'm like, reading, reading, reading. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, moisturize, exfoliate, ba da da da, wear sunscreen. Okay, get Botox sometimes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was just like, why am I reading this? Like, I, kn- like, doesn't everyone who, anyone who's considering this has gone to a dermatologist and talked to them about it? Like, what, I don't, why are, why are we still having this conversation over here at Goop? It's for
0: people like me who are, are very, like, aren't, I don't have much um uh, knowledge about this or like my i don't have much intuition like i I need to get it spelled out every time to remember like what to do yeah um, I get it but I get most people. It's probably, like, it too basic for so them. It was so
1: long, and it was, like, sort of boring. And also, like, I know the thing about the retinol being pregnant. Actually, I don't think I knew you couldn't do retinol, but you can't do, like, any skincare, good skincare stuff when you're pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah, so, like, that's a major thing for me, because I'm like, now I'm like, do I even ever want to get pregnant? Because it's like, if you have to go full nine months without fucking retinol and without, um, you can't use any type of, like, bleaching cream or whatever, which I need, oh. I just got a prescription for it because I got... I have like sunspots. You can't use any like you just can't use any good stuff on your face. And then that's like nine months. And then if you breastfeed, that could be like a year and a half that you can't do anything.
0: I mean, it's a it's a Sophie's choice for sure.
1: (laughs) I mean, this has really thrown me (laughs) because I'm like, well, when if I want to get pregnant, when do like when is the best time? I should have done it when I was – I should have just had a baby when I was like 25 and then just – then I could always be doing it because I'm like, Jesus Christ, do I want to be 35, 36, 40 and going a year and a half with no retinol? Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. You have to – I mean, I think this is why people
1: have, you know, surrogates. Yeah, (laughs) because of their skin. Yeah.
0: And then aside from that, you can't have obviously – Alcohol or sushi or stinky cheese. I don't know why anyone has a baby.
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, alcohol. and then you just get no
0: sleep for the next two years, and then you just there's like a little like brat living in your house, and then finally after 18 years, hopefully they move out, and then they abandon you. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, for me, I think it's a pretty easy decision.
1: Well, you don't. You could use retinol as That's much as true. you want, though.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but I would have to pay way more money than I have if I wanted to have a kid. So. Don't talk to me with your straight privilege. If you can my, just make my, a baby,
1: my, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my, um, my worst. Oh God, this was a war. This was a bad worst. This was truly a rude awakening for me. Um, the six simple recipes for the keto curious.
1: Oh Lord, I, I didn't see it.
0: Like in 2019, I can't. Like I tried, as you all know, I tried keto for. Thirteen to fourteen days. Yeah,
1: and I did it too for some amount of time. Yeah. yeah,
0: but like, aren't we all over this now? Like, after I tried it and failed, I felt like the world moved on. But <laughs> the I guess world not. has
1: moved on from keto. Like, the world is just now like embracing whole foods and not being yeah. on a diet. I mean, everybody is about that now or maybe that's just me, but whole no fat one's on... Greek
0: yogurt, like whole grains, uh, chop up a lemon. Like that's what people are into. Yeah. We're
1: just like chopping up lemons and throwing it with grains and fucking yogurt and putting herbs on it and being like, I don't know. And eating it out of a bowl. I mean, like we're back to fucking basics here. And
0: like goop, I always think is sort of on the vanguard of all these like crazy food trends. And this just seems like very, Retrograde and lame. I honestly agree um, with you.
1: I mean, ugh, and keto. the doctor.
0: And thank God I don't listen to that podcast anymore because apparently this guy, his doctor Josh Axe is his name, A X A X E. Okay. And he was just on the podcast. They claim, I assume, talking to Elise Loon. <laughs> they claim he was on. The podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I have no way of knowing because I don't listen to it. Um, and so he's like, he's like, you know, a keto doctor. One of these. I mean. Google image searched him. He's like very tall, good looking. Like he's in the the Will Cole school, but like better looking than Will Cole. But like this young... God, Will
1: Cole's face is so scary to rough. me. Okay. Um,
0: but this guy I think might even be worse. First of all, his book is just called Keto Diet, which is like the that's most... Scary. That's scary. Like scary. keto like such Diet. a bad name for it's a like book. It's
1: like as if he invented it. Yeah.
0: And then... So I Googled him and... Keto is not the first thing that comes up when you Google him. What's the first thing that comes up? The first thing that comes up when you Google him is... I Googled Dr. Josh Axe. And then I went to videos. And the first YouTube video is called Autism and Essential Oils.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: And so he talks about how if you have an autistic child, you should expose them to certain essential oils like lavender, eucalyptus, any... To his credit, this is a very small bar to clear. He doesn't say, like, essential oils cures autism. And this video was also 50 <laughs> seconds To long, his credit. So, yeah. so I listened to – I watched the whole thing. Um, but he does claim that, like, all these essential oils, like, calm an autistic child, like, well, having an episode. maybe they do. Or maybe I mean, they do. Sen- you know, I but don't know. just knowing, like, that it's a 50-second video, you know that he's trying to get hits from these poor parents that are at their wits' end trying to find anything to help their kids. Sure. And he's taking advantage of it. And – um i think he's disgusting and now he's jumping on the keto bandwagon about two Which years is like too late
1: too little too late and, and just calling like a keto diet is like that's what a sociopath would name their book about keto isn't it i mean it's, it's like, just called keto diet yeah it's got no pizzazz it's got no humanity
0: and you know elise Lonan is like leaving her husband for him like as we speak probably her, oh she'll her, leave like, her husband for a disgusting husband
1: <laughs> oh yeah i know wait does he fart
0: yeah, remember? She was like, when I met my husband, he just like ate a lot of shit and like farted oh, when all the time. Oh, he farted a lot. Yeah. I sort of, was, well, she was, said
1: that on the podcast, yeah. right? Ugh, Elise Luna, my God. Mm.
0: Um. So if you guys run across Dr. Josh Axe, watch out.
1: Watch out for Axe.
0: Um, what was your craziest?
1: Pain pizza.
0: Oh. So yeah. that
1: was on, I can't, I don't know. One of the articles was like. Whatever things we're into. or There were quite a few of those sort of just like grab bag. Everybody list your favorite things or something you're interested in. This was a late week
0: at the Goop office, I think. (laughs) Do you think? It just seemed like it was one of those weeks where everyone was sort of like phoning it in. Yeah. Maybe there was a wedding and... Or like I think they're like
1: and they're like end of winter vacation. They're yeah, all yeah. getting their last skis in. Some of them are like, I have to get out of town to cure my winter blaws. Yeah,
0: before the entire like state of Utah bans goop employees for going there after that lawsuit. Goes exactly, through.
1: because of what they what she did <laughs> or didn't do, in my opinion. Um Yeah. So this person has created a type of pizza called pain pain pizza, right? That's, that's, that's like what her, the says. name of the
0: pop-up is yeah. Pain pizza.
1: And it's like Stouffer's French bread pizza, but she uses Bub and grandma's bread instead, which is like, to be fair, very good bread. And so like, maybe they're really good. I just don't understand how this is like a business. This is a thing like this seems like something you could just like very easily make at home for a child. I don't understand why this is like a pop up restaurant and everybody's excited about it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of like pop up restaurants selling simple foods that like technically would be easy to make at home. Um, This was I forgot. I actually did put this on my list as like a second worst after Josh X. Okay. And it's not even because like whatever i bet this pizza tastes really good i bet
1: it tastes really like honestly a french bread pizza on bob and grandma's bread sounds so delicious and like would i buy it yes
0: um but she yeah she's from new jersey so she wants to like um replicate like i guess the well it's weird though because i would think in new jersey they have like good you have good pizzas you're not having to get I, i always think of like stouffer's frozen pizzas like people from the midwest or something that don't have good pizza or
1: like people who need just like something to like give their kids on that fucking random night i don't know um
0: but yeah she's like and also she's not a professional chef she's a food writer and and self-proclaimed pizza expert Um, that's okay
1: actually i feel bad for saying she was my craziest no she's just like a nice (laughs) woman doing a startup what was
0: what um made me like list this as one of my worst was because and it's not i don't think it's her fault it's the goop writer's fault with their shit crazy la geography they were like, oh, this is easy to get to if you're on the east side. Sure. Guess where the two locations of this pop-up are? Where? One of them is on La Brea and Jefferson in West Adams.
1: That was the one that was called... Wait, what's it called? Oh, um, uh, It was like
0: two coffee shops. Um, it was called Highly Likely.
1: Highly... Oh.
0: And then the other one was in
1: culver city that's the one that what was that one called hatchet hall that's the one i wanted to go to i tried to go there with brian but it was like we ended up going um fucking somewhere else because yeah. we were in culver city for like. i want to go to that the restaurant
0: looks really good <laughs> yeah um and again if you don't but, live in la you don't care about this but like that is so not the that east is side. Uh, that crazy. is the west
1: side that yeah. is like west of beverly hills i think um, or it's south, yeah, of, it's beverly south of beverly hills and Hill. like as far west as beverly hills i Read that, and I thought, "Oh, Hatchet Hall! I remember that place." And then I was like, "Wait, they're on the east side. No. I must be thinking of something else." I got so confused. I was like, "What is happening?"
0: So yeah, I don't know if Goop if they're just like trolling us, they're or, trolls, or they're they just have no like they just take. Ubers everywhere and so they have no idea what direction anything is.
1: I mean, there's just okay, fine, whatever. When they say like West Hollywood is the east side. I mean, okay, fine. If you live in like fucking Brentwood, it's like east of where you live. Sure. But Culver no one thinks that's Culver the Culver City is east, east of
0: is west or is east of nowhere besides like Santa the ocean. Monica. Yeah, Santa Monica, yeah. That's it. Yeah, Venice, Santa Monica. But Culver, Culver City whatever.
1: is like not even it's not even um east of like Brentwood and stuff. No.
0: Um Oh, and this was oh, this does have a byline. So it's Andrea Arik Devoe, who's the sustainability editor. Okay. So Goop hired a sustainability editor. Of course they did. That doesn't know how to read a map.
1: That's very frustrating. Yep. I was just confused, like, what's wrong with me? See, this is the problem. Because I problem. read it and I go. I thought that place was in Culver City. I must be thinking of something else. What's you know, I don't just Google and say no, it's them.
0: I thought oh, did they open a second location in Silver Lake that I'm not aware of? Yeah. But no.
1: No. Uh
0: my craziest was the article called Six Professional Women Share Their Secrets to keep that keep them going at full speed. Oh, the Keds
1: sponsored by Keds. <laughs> yeah,
0: sponsored by Keds. So um this is like a short one of these like short interviews. That is like six, you know, women on the go and like what they need to like get through the day. Yeah. And first of all, it's sponsored by Keds, so they all say, or at least one of them works for Keds, and then there's another one that's like, oh, I need to like wear my Keds. Which right. Keds have no support. Like you, your feet start hurting if you wear Keds for. Time. Oh, I love Keds. I
1: think mm-hmm. they're just the cutest, simplest little shoes. Maybe little... just don't fit. I don't know. I think that some people need more support. I don't.
0: I need a lot. I put a Doctor Scholes in pretty much everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> except my Birkenstocks. Nice. Uh, the other thing that was a little crazy was they claimed that this article was interviewing six women in all manners of careers. They're acting like this is like a cross section of life, but we all know with Goop, there is no cross section. It's all like very specific. Right. Um, So it's just
1: like, they might be like, they just work at for different companies. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So like one of them is an editor at Goop. Yeah. One of them is a VP of marketing at Keds
1: which is okay
0: yeah one of them is a manager of financial planning and analysis at goop, at goop <laughs> right yeah one of them and this is actually the um the odd woman out she's a birth doula but she's also an entrepreneur she's the creator of sea and the moon which i guess is an app about birthing
1: it's about it's like a period tracker yeah so she's like a tech doula <laughs>
0: then there's founder of in the groove which i have no idea what that is but that she's like a Another entrepreneur. Yeah. And then the last one is the founder and CEO of Salt and Straw, which is great ice cream. I'll give them that. But like, oh, all I these love women it. are like highly achieving professional women. This is not a cross section of like, you're not getting. Yeah,
1: it's just women who have like different, like technically work in different industries, yeah. except for like a couple of them, except for the ones that all work at Goop. And then like, I think a couple of them are in marketing. It's yeah, not really that.
0: They all are like best friends with each other and go out to brunch every weekend.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, so I say put in i don't know a crossing guard put in a librarian put in a at-home care person um a cleaning lady um a drag queen i don't know put in different different people
1: so you want to know what everybody across the board is That keeps them using. going all day the
0: drag queen can be like i don't know like cocaine and like vodka sodas okay <laughs> and the cleaning lady can just be like Oh, I, I have the cleaning solutions. Yeah. So everyone does drugs, drugs. except for these women. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to know. I want to know the real dirt on what gets you going through the day. You want to these... know
1: something? You, so you want more of like a real slice of life. Yeah.
0: I want like, like an expose.
1: An expose about like the real life of like domestic workers. Exactly. I want <laughs>
0: basically Roma, but a goop article.
1: Okay. I could write that. I'm a domestic worker. Oh, yeah, you are. yeah. And I'm... I work with other domestic workers and I know what goes on. Oh, yeah i could write it but i don't think that the other domestic workers i work with would like me to do that so i won't
0: (laughs) what if you just started like um came to work with like a camera and just started shooting everyone and said i'm making a reality show oh my god
1: they'd be well first of all well you work for a reality reality show show person and also um everybody would be very pissed (laughs) okay
0: uh what would you try
1: I would try, okay, I would try journaling. So this was sort of based on, there were a lot of journal articles. So the Well Journal was one that seemed good. It's like a journal where you just keep track of everything you're eating. This is a food journal. A food journal. As we all know, I am not on a diet. Um, I will not diet for the remainder of the year. It's fine, but I read somewhere i don't remember where or heard on a podcast or an audiobook or something see this is why you should read because i don't know where this came from that um the you know the like speed things where you like drive by a where you drive by and it tells you how fast you're going and it doesn't. So I read somewhere that those things actually work to decrease speed. Like people will drive in the speed limit when they pass those things because they just want to like hit the right speed. Mm -hmm. Even though like there's no chance, like they're not going to get a ticket. Like it's not related. Like there's no like punishment. It just informs you. And even, and you already know how fast you're going because you, it says it in your car. It's just like a psychological thing of like, you look up and you check, you go, oh, I should go the speed limit. Even though there's like, there isn't like, they're not like speed traps or anything. So I feel like, and this woman said, which I didn't click the link, but she was like, I mean, there's research that shows that just tracking your food like helps you like eat better. So I'm like, I think I could do that. That's not dieting. If I'm just writing down exactly what I eat every single day.
0: I think that's a really good comparison to those speed things. I, to me, even like writing, I mean, that probably means that I should do it. But like writing all everything I eat down just seems like so stressful. And that would stress me out way more than dieting or even like weighing myself. Yeah. But
1: but I just want to like take account of like what is going on with me. You know what I mean? Just to be like, I'm just tracking what I'm consuming so I can be fully aware of it.
0: Yeah. And this lady, I mean, and I think because dieting, as we discussed like a couple weeks ago when Amber was on the pod, like dieting is not trendy right now and now everything has to be like wellness and stuff yeah and so i think this lady is just trying to market like a diet journal a different way but
1: well i guess so i mean like i think it is just a diet journal i mean like it's just like a food diary you can also buy
0: like a mead notebook for 199
1: oh you don't need to this is like 27 (laughs) dollars journal but i was like "Mm, i might do that and then then i also felt like that like weird like Jungian dream guy which i didn't understand what he was I talking couldn't get about
0: through this article it was too long and too, like i thought oh this will be my craziest and then it was just so, so long boring. boring i couldn't even get through it i
1: know it was so boring and but it was like he's like i wake up and start screaming my dreams on my phone and then but then it's like when someone's having a problem with their husband i make her think about the table in their house or something i don't i couldn't get i didn't know what the hell i was talking and then about. his
0: advice was like oh it's better instead of just like talking or like writing down your dreams it's better to like discuss your dreams with your friends and no, no one friend wants, to, wants, to, do wants that. to like hear about your dreams like he must have no friends
1: i know actually brian likes to hear about my dreams he's That's the only person psychotic. i've ever met but i'll tell him. well he doesn't like like he doesn't, it like, but
0: wake every morning when you wake up he doesn't just like hover over you and is like what so did tell you tell about your
1: dreams no but i've been like sometimes i'll be like i had such a weird dream and i'll tell him and i would be like sorry i know nobody likes to hear this and he was like oh no i like hearing your dreams and i was like you do and he's like yeah and i was like everybody hates it and he goes no i don't and i said do you think they're interesting and he said yeah i guess and, and then i asked him what he thought they meant and he said nothing he said i just think it's interesting and i was like okay <laughs> he's such like a atheist he's like, such a hardcore nothing. like nothing means anything
0: um that's true i don't mind when john shares Uh, his dreams he mostly just tells me dreams about our cats though I don't know if he like has other secret dreams that he doesn't tell me or he'd like just dreams about our cats. secret dreams
1: I just I only tell Brian yeah like I did have a nightmare the other day that I gave BB away I mean of course I had to tell Brian that he was just like it doesn't mean anything but anyway these are all journaling things and also my therapist has been like you really need to start journaling Mm. and i'm like no and she's like just you should bring it in and like read it to me and i'm like no oh wow that's she's like i'm giving you assignments you need to write all this shit and like bring it in and i'm like okay and then i'm like i can't come in this week (laughs) because i just i won't do it like i hate journaling like it's really like i write a lot but I never write like personal like feelings. I'll, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I have a ton of notebooks where I'm just writing like lists and ideas and like things to remember or whatever. But none of it is like I feel this way or like I did this and I've always tried to do that and I've never been successful at it.
0: I'm the exact same way. I cannot journal to save my life. It like, yeah, it just trips up my brain and I get like super self-conscious Yeah, and I hate it. And maybe that's what makes us a good writing team is we both like hate. Reflecting, introspection, <laughs> introspection <laughs> reflection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both love to write, but like, if it's not about ourselves, meaningful, we're like, we're you like, know, thank no, you. that's that will not do. <laughs> 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 so that's why we went into comedy writing. That's right.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh.
0: Oh, so the thing, oh, the thing I would try was from that skincare thing was just like increase my um SPF because right now I'm using like a 15 on my face. Oh,
1: you should be higher. I
0: know, I should be higher. Uh, but
1: my dermatologist said 30 or higher 30, i don't know if you okay. need to go up see, to i heard
0: i heard like anything over 15 is good but maybe this lady says 50 so i don't know i think i think maybe i'll start with a 30 and see
1: i think at a certain point you can go too high but it's definitely not 15 i think that and it's different people different skin like has different yeah, thresholds yeah. for it i know that like i know at a certain point not that it's so high that it's bad, but at a certain point, it's so high that it's not it doesn't do, do anything more. no more. I think like, I, but, but I'm not sure what that is. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to switch it up. Also, because um, when we went to that place to get facials, yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, what do you do? And I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh, right now at, in the morning, I just use like a Neutrogena moisturizer with mm-hmm. um 15 SPF. And she like...
1: I was like okay yeah well i had so many i couldn't remember what they were called or like how to spell everything yeah, yeah. so i was like on my phone googling like and i was like i'm sorry like i have to look it up and she was like you're totally fine you're fine you're fine and i was like i don't know and i was like i, I, was like, I use this and this and i, I don't know yeah.
0: um if you guys want to know more about our journeys with our facials at credo subscribe to our patreon we yeah were that's have our record. special episode it's gonna be fun yeah, it was um, fun. It was a special goop facial that we did. Yeah. Uh, what would you buy?
1: Okay. I don't, I still don't know how to say this. Jiao? J-A-O.
0: <laughs> sure, that sounds good. Jiao? Yeah. That, is that the oil? Jiao oil? Yeah,
1: so I love the, well, the Jiao Goey oil. So yeah. the Go J-A-O is the brand. The oil is called G-O-E. That's so confusing. Tell me about it. It's a million dollars and I almost bought it the other week and then I, it's not a million dollars, it's like 60 bucks. It just like, I, I use it up so fast that it's like hard for me to justify buying it. That's, but they also make this other product that's like a sanitizing spray and you like spray it all over and it's like a hand sanitizer, but then you like spray it on your face. You spray it like all over yourself. Okay. There's something sort of appealing about it, but every time I smell it, it just smells like alcohol. I'm like, Ooh. I don't get this. But then I'm like, is there something secretly nice about this? And I'm constantly on the fence. Does anybody use it? Do you want to tell me something about how it smells? What is the big deal with this sanitizer? So It smells like
0: a, like a cleanser, like a... Like a hand sanitizer?
1: Yeah, but like an unscented hand sanitizer. Like only the alcohol part of hand sanitizer. And like normally when the hand sanitizer I use, you know, it's like Bath and Body Works, yeah. like absolute <laughs> shit. But I'm like, at least there's like a little bit of something in there. Because
0: like Japanese Cherry Blossom Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer, I love.
1: That's the one you use?
0: That's, I, I have a few of them, but yeah, that's my favorite, I think.
1: I'm always doing, you know, my Endless Weekends. Oh, I have that one. It's... I have the
0: Peach Bellini, the Japanese Cherry Blossom, the Blue Hawaii. And then like a man one that I don't like. It's like eucalyptus. And I'm like,
1: into these. Yeah. Like you know. blue Hawaii, yeah. like tropical. Like I want it to take me to the tropics. I know. Yeah.
0: And those are like like literally like $1. Yeah. And I'm sure they're poison. <laughs> oh, it's like straight up cancer. Yeah.
1: Oh, and this was another thing that I meant to try that I forgot. Um, But I just want to th- add it. Um, In Ask Jean. Or not in Ask Jean. It was like Jean did a video thing on Instagram somewhere okay. where she was like doing Q&A. And she talked about her sunscreen routine, and she puts it on her face every day and on the back of her hands.
0: That's smart. Which
1: I never fucking consider doing, but I'm like, oh, Gene, of course. And now I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah,
0: I put, I try to put on my hands and then also my forearms, especially because in LA you're like driving so much in the sun, and I've heard. Um, people like one of the most common places for people to get melanoma is on their left forearm because you're that's the side of the car and you just like have your arm there for hours in the day. So it's like really important to put sunscreen. And also,
1: I mean, I have, I got like these like dark sunspots all over the left side of my face because of the sun. That's what my dermatologist said. And it's like the spots where like, I guess I miss my, I don't, I don't hit it. Right. It's like, I'm I'm just like a fuck. So now I'm like, all freaked out
0: yeah, we all i mean we all, sunscreen also like buy like big sun hats um yeah. i think i've said this before on my on the podcast but like my dermatologist um whenever i go in they have like an example of an outfit that you should wear on uh-huh. like a mannequin yeah. of like what to wear in the sun and it's always like a cool sort of like a diane keaton style outfit uh-huh. just like a giant hat and like long sleeve shirts and like a prairie dress and it's always exciting to go to the dermatologist cuz they always switch up the outfit. Oh, they switch bit. the yeah, outfit. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's fun.
1: That sounds cool.
0: Um so yeah, the thing I would buy was that the Theragun, which I'm not going to buy cuz it's 599, but it's crazy. But, you know. Yeah. would uh, be I nice. Need a massage. God, it just looked so good. Like I it's been so long since I've gotten a professional massage. Me too. Um I need to just like I know. I just need to get money.
1: get a group on and just yeah. go
0: um all right guys uh thank you guys for listening um yeah, thanks subscribe to our podcast on itunes rate us five stars write a review if you really like us go yeah. to our patreon maybe become a patron and um yeah you'll get an extra pod every month and a newsletter, newsletter. that uh talks about what aggie and i are into in the non-goop world every month yeah we have a good
1: style newsletter that is Not goop related.
0: Exactly. Um, We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.